a new dawn, a new day, a new start. Start your day afresh. It is a new dawn, a new day, a new start. Start your day afresh with the Word of God. This is Daily Rema with Johnson A. Julius, your daily devotional podcast. Stay tuned and be renewed, refreshed, inspired, encouraged, replenished, reloaded, and prepared as you plunge into your day. God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to Daily Rema with Johnson Julius. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Maker, we thank you for this very wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for all the blessings and benefits attached to life. There God be that we're exalted in the name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, we prayed for mercy over our sins and iniquities before you. Please have mercy upon us, forgive us in the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus, the blood of atonement, atone for us. And let the efficacy of the blood cleanse us, prison and body, and make us whole. From all forms of filthiness, pollution, contamination, and defilement of sins and iniquities in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit divine, on a day like this, we have a place for uh, demand upon grace and capacity to please you. We, have, we therefore ask you, Lord, that to this very day, lead us, guide us, other steps, direct our path, keep us all far away from all forms of evils and temptations these days in the name of Jesus. All our good undertakings we commit to your able care. Father, please bless and prosper those that, are not, those that are not contrary to your will for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God, for in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen, amen, and uh, amen. God bless you. Kindly join me as I read from the book of Matthew, chapter number 25, from verse 1 through to verse number 13, just like we read yesterday. God bless you as we follow the readings. I'm reading from the authorized King James Version of the Bible. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lambs and went forth to meet the bridegroom. The five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lambs. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lambs. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lambs are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But ye 
but go ye rather to them that said, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know not, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. Amen. This is episode 10 on the topic Shining Light Indeed. Yesterday, by God's special grace, I started talking on impediments to shining uh, light, to shine indeed. Impediments to your shining, to my shining. Things that can keep our, you know, our, our brightness obscured or that can put off, that can put out the light, the brightness of our light. And uh, number one I talked about yesterday was sin or sins. Let me say sins. Sins. Aha. All type of sins. So it is sin of any type, no matter what. Just like I said yesterday, it is we human beings these days that, you know, have weight for, we, we have weight or balances for sin. We weigh them. So we know the lesser one, we know the small one, we know minuted one. But let me tell you, when last I checked my Bible, I still remember that the Bible says something in uh, Romans chapter number 6 verse 23 that the wages of sin is death. That is, it did not specify that, okay, this one or this one. No. The wages of sin is death. So, no matter how minuted that sin seems to be, like I've explained yesterday, let me tell you the truth, is capable enough to put out the, the brightness of your light. Sin of any type. You name it. I was able to talk a bit about lying yesterday. I said, all liars. All liars, it doesn't matter what you like to do. Okay, I like to preach the gospel. There may be some testimonies I am giving are the one that has never happened in my ministry or that has never happened under the ministry of those who have gone through, uh, have gone through training under them and so on and so forth. Can you see something? Because I want to save a soul, should I lie? No, not at all. So I also talked yesterday concerning... Uh, uh, foolishness or ignorance so i also talked about negligence that was where i stopped and this morning because of time let me go straight to point number four which is procrastinations procrastination when we procrastinate when you procrastinate it can it can kill the light you see there, there is a, a popular saying that say uh, procrastination is the thief of time no it's still destiny these days is it doesn't steal time again Procrast, procrastination will definitely steal your destiny away so when you know what you have to do and you don't do it in time james 4 17 says for, uh, 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 
that he that knoweth how to do good and refuse to do it is a sin to that man. Can you see something? When you know what you're supposed to do and you don't do it on time, the Bible says we must do the work of him that has ended when it is yet day. Because night will soon approach. Can you see something? Night hour will soon be, you know, fast approach to you and I. That is the reason why we must have no time at all. No time to waste. You don't need to procrastinate. Procrastination is not good. It will destroy you. It will destroy your destiny. It will, because that tomorrow that you are, you know, you are procrastinating to, that tomorrow also has its own. The Bible says something that the evils of the days have, are, are enough for the day, which means I can also interpret that to be the activities of the day. is enough for the day. Each day comes with their own, you know, their own, uh, each day they're packed with their own activities. They're jam-packed with their own activities. So you cannot afford, you know, to carry over today's uh, activity and uh, compound it with tomorrow own. How are you going to, how, how, how are you going to, you know, succeed that? How are you going to succeed that? Because you don't, you don't know what tomorrow is bringing your way. And today you send some responsibilities of today over to that tomorrow. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse, I mean chapter 11, verse 4, there about that uh, anyone that, that, that is good in observing the wind will not sow on time. You are looking at the, 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 the weather, doing, you, so you procrastinate. Oh, it seems as if the weather is not that good today, so let me, let me make it tomorrow. No. Procrastination will destroy many things. It can put out the light out of you. Number five that I'm talking about this morning is overconfidence. Overconfidence or, uh, or believing in oneself. Don't get me wrong. This is a negative side of it. That is, when you think that you have power, the Bible says, by strength, no man shall prevail. I think that is First Samuel chapter number 2, verse 9. By strength, on your own, you can do nothing. I, that God created us, wired us dependent. We must depend on him. We depend on God. Let me tell you this. Whatever God is give, giving you grace to do, I want you to know that it's just an enablement he has given to you. And then that thing you are doing, all glory still go to him. And all strength to do it is still from him. That is it. Don't be so overconfident to the point that you cannot, you see, where you're supposed to take precaution, you no, you no longer take precaution. Where you're supposed to ask him questions, you no longer ask him questions. What, what things you're supposed to pray over before you, you know, engage in them, you don't pray over them again. You don't pray over them again. Things that ordinarily before you go before him, you, 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 you are on your knees and you are crying to him, God, what should I do? How should I go about this? But now it seems as if you are you have used to God over familiarity. So you know the ways of God. You can predict God now. Or you know that, okay, when I go this way, God will come this way. Now, that is out of the way. Outrightly out of the way, you and I must solemnly every day depend on Him and Him alone. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. 
not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That is it. That spirit is not of you, of yours. Remember that. The spirit speaking in me right away doesn't belong to me. It's a borrowed one. Can you see something? So that is the reason why I cannot boast of anything. I can't. I can't. We must not, you know, be over confidence or over familiar with God to the point that we no longer depend on him. We ought to be the point that we believe that of our own, we can do all things. Yes, we can do all things through Christ who has strengthened us. That is it. Not without him. It is through him which strengthens us. Hallelujah. And uh, another point that I want to talk about this morning is the love of this present world. The love of this worldly system. Can you see? Especially this our time. You see, there is no worldliness when the Bible has started talking about worldliness. Yes, comparing our days, you compared how uh, prostitutes used to dress in those days, in the days of the Bible. Do you remember when the Bible was talking about uh, this woman, Tamar, the, the wife of the son of Judah? When she discovered that the father-in-law was not giving her the last born, what, she did, what did, did she uh, do? She covered herself and went by the wayside where an harlot can stay. And that was where uh, the father-in-law picked her unknowingly and slept with her. So today, all the body parts are revealing in the church. Can you see that there was no worldliness in those days? <laughs> now we have worldliness. First Timothy, I mean Second Timothy chapter 4. Verse 10 of the precise, the Bible says, Demax has deserted me. He has left me alone. Why? Because he loved this present world. He loved this present world. He loved this present world. Worldliness. Worldliness is, in, is good and potent enough to put out our shining, our brightness as shining light. It's worldliness of any type. Look at the church today, the church of God. Many things, many packages we are using in the church today are from the world. The world is no longer using church packages, but the church, the church is using the world packages today. There, was, there, is, there is no power in the church like it used to be. There was power in the church in those days, but today there is no power in the church. All that we have is packaging. Though two of them started from uh, with P. Power, packages. We use packaging to the point that people now use the packaging of using, you know, jesters, using commandians on the altar of God. That is it. Packaging, just to spark people up. So, Holy Spirit is not enough to spark people up, to inspire people. Well, oh, gone are the days when you will be praying. The service was too small, you see. I remember very vividly. I still met part of this eh, in, the, in the 90s. When the preacher will not finish message, you are soaking prayers. Nobody sheer grace. Everybody is praying. Then you pray yourself until when you are tired, you, you share your grace, you go your home. Yes, I still met part of that. But today, what is what are, what are, what 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 is it? What what is it that we are doing today in the church? Is it like the way it used to be again? 
No, there is worldliness everywhere. Worldliness everywhere. And it's enough to put out the brightness of our shining light. May the Lord have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. God willing, I will speak about two or three more tomorrow and uh, across to so, uh, another subheading. Bow down your head. Talk to God. What is it? Do you discover any, you know, the lost, the love of the world? The Bible said, love not the world or anything that is in the world. Because everything that is in this world, the love of the Father is not in them. It is not the love of God that is in this world. Everything is against the, world, the, 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 the goodwill of God. Name it. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust, and the pride of life. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Read it very well. Lord, deliver me from worldliness. Save me now in the name of Jesus. And deliver me from the spirit of procrastination in the name of Jesus. Deliver me from overconfidence. Don't let me be too familiar with you, Lord. Thank you, dear God. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. You can reach out to me through any out of the any any one of the emails. Johnson Iodulius at gmail.com. Io there is A Y O or Johnson Julius at the table of God's grace dot org. You can also reach out through any of the lines plus two three three two zero two seven four nine nine one five or plus two three three five five two four eight two one eight seven. Exploit this day in all applications and make Greater exploits for yourself and for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. My name still remains Johnson Julius. See you tomorrow, God willing.